Hello, my name is Pastor Michael E. Tom. I'm the senior pastor of the Bethlehem Baptist Church in Pauls Valley, Oklahoma. We're at 311 North Dunbar, 55 miles south of Oklahoma City. We want to welcome you to today's program. Today you're going to be listening to a word either from myself, my lovely wife Kimberly Eton, or associate minister at Bethlehem, or teacher. But before we get into word today, we just want to welcome those who are listening throughout our MySpace page at www.myspace.com backslash Pastor Michael Eton, that's E-A-T-O-N. Maybe listening through our church website at www.myspace.com hear God's word at Bethlehem.com or a podcast of the same name, hear God's word at Bethlehem or through our Women of the Divine Faith or other ministries all on the internet. Now, let's get into the word. Can't get well. Do remember me. Do Lord remember me. Amen and praise the Lord. We're so happy to see you're in the household of the Lord tonight, and we pray that God will speak to you tonight and that He will touch you, that He will fill you with enough strength to make it through uh, another week, another week. Wednesday night, uh, it's the filling station uh, that God would fill you and give you enough energy, strength, hope to make it through. Amen? Amen. Amen. So we're glad that you're here tonight and uh, we're looking forward to our Christmas service, both the morning and afternoon service. Uh, and uh, we pray that you be prepared to uh, do both. It is Shared Love Sunday, amen? And it's Christmas and Share the Love Sunday. So it's uh, for us a high and holy day. Uh, people will come to church if you will invite them. Amen. People will come to church, invite your family, your friends, and let them know, hey, we're going to celebrate Christmas right. Amen. Amen. Because you do know Christmas is about Jesus. Amen. It's supposed to be about Jesus anyway. <laughs> it's supposed to be about Jesus. All these sales that we have going on, all them presents under the tree. Uh, hello, somebody. Let 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 let's give Jesus His gifts, Amen. Amen. And 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 His gifts are the souls of men. So uh, wherever you are, wherever you go, invite uh, family, friends, associates to come and join us for Christmas service, Amen. 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 And as always, we look and see the vision on the screen tonight of. Uh, the church that we believe that God is going to enable us to build the mission and uh, uh, and we always put it before us. We don't want it just to become a dry picture. We don't just want it just to be seen to be seen. But uh, it is a road map that uh, we believe that God wants to take us to. Amen. Amen. That's the outside and the inside. Amen. 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 We're continuing a series 
as we have been talking about all month long, make him known through the Savior. Make him known through the Savior. John 3.16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. I believe I probably was quoting the King James, but uh, the most beautiful text in scripture is about our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And, and, and we are challenging you to keep Christ in the Christmas. Amen. And this month, we're going to make him known through the Savior because we're going to tell everybody about him. And uh, there's some newsletters back in the back which tells the Christmas story. And uh, I want to challenge you once again to use that as a tool to spread this Christmas story. There's no other or greater story in the world to be told than that about Jesus. Amen? Amen. Amen. Tonight... Uh, we're going to share a message entitled, uh, Jesus is the one you can trouble. Jesus is the one you can trouble. And we're going to be looking at Matthew chapter 7, verses 7 through 12. Matthew chapter 7, verses 7 through 12. Uh, we want you to read this out loud together at the same time. It's in the NIV. It's on the screen as well as in your handouts. Um, let's read this together on three. One, two, three. Giving a fish, giving a snake, how to give good gifts to your children. How much more so? Everything. Amen. You may be seated in the household of the Lord. Again, we're going to talk about tonight, Jesus is the one you can trouble. Jesus is the one you can trouble. And we're going to share on around three points as the Holy Spirit gives us utterance. We're going to talk about asking doesn't trouble God. Aspiring doesn't trouble God. And asserting doesn't trouble God. And we want Christians to know tonight that Christians should persistently pray to God. Christians should persistently pray to God. And as I said uh, this last Sunday, and God seems to have us in a prayer series in the midst of this uh, make him known, if there's ever a time that Christians should pray, it is a time such as now. And we talked about this last Sunday, uh, the great tragedy that went on in Newton and or Newtown, Connecticut, and a great, great tragedy, a great, great tragedy. And there are so many questions that are being asked within our culture and our society. And to add on top of that, this Friday evidently is supposed to be the end of the world. Hello, somebody. Mayans have have prognosticated that the end of the world is 1221-2012. 
And, and some people have told us that there are one in ten people who believe that Friday is the end of the world by the Mayans calendar. And there's so much to be anxious about in our culture and our time. But um, I want you to know tonight that you don't have to be anxious because Matthew 24, 36 says what? No man knows the day or the hour. So if you prophesy a day, then Jesus ain't even coming that day because no man knows. Hello, somebody. Jesus say he don't even know. The angels don't know. Hello, somebody. But you got one in ten people that are preparing for the end of the world. And they've, uh, there's some who have bought uh, these uh, kind of shelters and bunkers. And, and, but there's a lot of craziness that's going on in our culture and our society which causes us, even us Christians, to be concerned. And I couldn't help but to think that if we ever needed to pray before, we sure do need to pray now. The song said, if we ever needed the Lord before, we, we sure do need him now. We sure do need him now. And if we need him, then we've got to have a way into which we can communicate with him. We've got to have God's uh, telephone number. Hello, somebody. We've got to be able to call him up. Call him up, as the old folk used to say, and tell him what you want. And that's why I believe God has us at this text tonight as we look uh, at this message entitled, Jesus is the one that you can trouble. Uh, um, I believe God has us there tonight because he wants to teach us some lessons. And before we get into the text, I want to give you some background within the text. The background has to do with uh, verse 7. When, and in verse 7, it's it, theologians or those that are proficient in Greek tells us that verse 7 is in the present indicative mode, which is the command uh, to perpetually do something. They say that this text is best interpreted, keep asking, keep seeking, and keep knocking. Hello, somebody. Um, it seems that God is inviting us to enter into a personal relationship with him and to keep asking. And many of us have been taught to, to, to not ask. You know, when we were traveling as a child, we used to tell and ask mama, are we there yet? Are we, are we there yet? Are we there yet? Every five miles, we always ask, are we, are we there yet? Are we closer? And mama and them said, shut up. We, don't want to. <laughs> we ain't no closer. And we were taught growing up in our parent-child relationships not to bug daddy and mama. Uh, not to keep asking, not to keep seeking, not to keep knocking about the things that, that, that we want. And, and parenthetically, we uh, interpret that that's the way God is. But God is not that way. God wants to be troubled. Hello, somebody. Let me say something. I said something deep there. I said something there. God wants to be troubled. In other words, he wants you to trouble him. He, he, he wants you to keep asking. He wants you to keep seeking. He wants you to keep knocking. He, he, he wants you to communicate with him. Say to your neighbor, neighbor or neighbor, keep asking. 
And if you know that that's the principle of prayer is persistent. Oh, I was in a, a, a class at the Concord Missionary Baptist Church. I used to uh, uh, teach a class in the Concord Center for Christian Growth. It was an eight-week class. And, uh, and uh, we've had other classes that lasted 12 weeks. So after I finished teaching my class, I used to always go to Reverend uh, Rick Jordan's class on prayer. And he was the first one to teach me, me this concept of prayer, uh, this concept I, I've shared here before of push, of push. The acronym pray until something happens. Hello, somebody. And I heard uh, Reverend Jordan teach us that. It tells us the importance of persistent prayer to push, to pray until something happens. And in this text, God is inviting us to pray until something happens, to, to keep asking, to keep seeking, to keep knocking. And, and he says that, oh, that he's a good father. And he, and he says, as a good father, I know how to give good gifts. Hello, somebody and he used the illustration about oh that, that uh, giving something to a child that's not good uh, for him uh, oh he says if my son asks for bread will I give him a stone no of course I'm going to provide for my son hello somebody if, uh, if my son asks for a fish am I going to give him a snake no uh, I'm going to give him well, what's good for him and that's another principle of prayer is that if you're truly in a personal relationship with God, you won't ask God for something. Uh, oh, that's not good. Hello, somebody. That's why we can't put a, a make this uh, text a wish list uh, like we like to do. We like to treat God as if he's, uh, I think they said Von Hopper said it, if he's a, a divine bellhop or a heavenly Santa Claus during Christmas season. Oh, we want to sit in God's lap and tell him uh, what we want. Uh, but this is not what the text is talking about tonight. It's not talking about just you. Uh, Oh, sitting in God's lap and say, God, I want a, I, I want a new iPhone 5. Hello, somebody. It's not, it's not just, oh, telling God I want a, a new iPad. It's not just telling God I want a, a new car. It's, it's not that at all. It, it, it's you being in such a personal relationship with God that you tune in and hone in to God so much uh, that you ask him uh, for what he already wants to give you. Hello, somebody. And that's what that bread is symbolic of. Uh, that bread is something that we need. So, oh, God wants you to ask him for bread because we can't survive without food. Hello, somebody. God wants you to ask for a fish. Oh, because we can't provide without a fish. But there's a single woman up in here, oh, asking, oh, for a snake because she loves that snake. Every man that she ever gone out with was a snake, a low-down, dirty snake in the grass. And she's asking God, to, oh, to send her a godly man but she's settling for the snake hello somebody but God ain't gonna send you a snake God ain't gonna send you a player pimp hustler hello somebody God's gonna send you somebody that looks like his son whose name is Jesus hello somebody he ain't gonna send you somebody oh that's out all night and can't come home at night he ain't gonna send you somebody oh that when you call him after midnight he won't answer his cell phone. Hello somebody. He ain't gonna send you somebody that's roaming the street out at late at night. Hello somebody. Talking about he's in the studio. Oh brother you ain't even have a had a hit and you're talking about you in a studio. Nobody knows the songs that you say. Oh God ain't gonna send you. Nobody
somebody like say God's going to send you something that's good. So, hello, somebody. Say to your neighbor, neighbor. Oh, neighbor, this ain't no wish list. Oh, you just can't tell God you want anybody, anything. Oh, you can't say God. Oh, let me, oh, let me win the lotto. Oh, God ain't going to let you win the lotto when he can't get, oh, 10 cents on the dollars that you have. Oh, you have $50 and you made $50 last week and he can't get $5. Hello, sir. You made $100 last week. Oh, and you can get, and he can't get $10. Imagine if he gave you a million dollars. You think you're going to give a hundred thousand dollars to the Lord? Hello, somebody. Oh, he couldn't trust you. He can't trust you with a little. So why would he give you all of that? Hello, somebody. So God is not saying in this text, uh, oh, that he's going to give you everything. Uh, oh, that you think that you need everything, that you think that you want everything. Uh, he's not telling you he's going to have you driving around in a Maybach. Uh, hello, somebody. Somebody, a Rose Ross, hello, somebody. He ain't gonna, he ain't saying he gonna give you a personal jet. Though some of these TV folk, oh, lie, oh, from the pit of hell and, and tell you that you should have some of those things. Oh, God, hello, somebody. Can't trust most of us with his blessings. Hello, somebody. I said, God can't trust most of us with his blessings. So, 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 oh, as we go into this text tonight, remember, oh, this is not a, a, a a heavenly or oh, your divine wish list. This is a person who has a personal intimate relationship with God asking God for what he or she needs. Hello, somebody. Oh, ask your neighbor. Say, neighbor, neighbor. or oh, neighbor, what is it that you need? What is it that you Hello, somebody. And, and, and sometimes he blesses you with, with, with what you want. But, but, but for the most part, Hello, somebody. He's going to provide for what you need. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. So, so as we get into the text, and as we're going to challenge you to pray until something happens. Hello, somebody. To persistently pray. Uh, we're not talking that, oh, that God has given you a divine, oh, a blank check. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Though he has with Solomon. He asked Solomon, what, what is it that you want? You say, and Solomon had a heart for the Lord. So, so Solomon didn't ask for all that stuff that we wish we had, that we wish we want. Hello, somebody. Solomon asked for something even more valuable. He asked for what? Wisdom. Wisdom. Hello, somebody. Wait, how many in here would, if God say, I'll give you anything you want, uh, uh, how many in here, tell the truth, would ask for wisdom? Hello, somebody. I don't know. I don't know too many. I don't even know if the preacher would pray. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Even if the preacher would pray for wisdom. Hello, somebody. <laughs> but, hello, somebody. We're going to get into this text tonight. And, and this text is teaching persistent prayer, but persistent prayer for what you need. Hello, somebody. And maybe God will bless you with what you want. Hello, somebody. Okay, so let's get into point number one. Oh, again, this text is challenging us to persistently pray, uh, to persistently ask, to persistently seek. Keep asking, keep seeking, keep knocking. Say to your neighbor, neighbor. Her neighbor, keep asking, keep seeking, keep knocking in Jesus' name. 
Another point number one, we say asking doesn't trouble God. Hello, somebody. Asking doesn't trouble God. You can ask him. It don't trouble him. Don't, don't treat him like, oh, your mama, where, uh, where again, like she get tired of your bugging her. Hello, somebody. The text says, ask and it will be given to you. Or keep asking. And it would eventually be given to you. Oh, some of them saints of old have testimonies about how they kept praying for that wayward child that was out there on the street and living as if they never knew God. And they kept asking God to save them. They kept asking God. And they kept bugging him on a daily basis, asking and praying and seeking. Oh, and then Dr. E.K. Bailey had a testimony about how uh, somebody that he had been praying for for 20 years came down one Sunday and gave their life to Christ. Oh, he had the principle at large is that he kept asking God to say to your neighbor, neighbor, oh neighbor, keep asking God. You see, prayer is not, oh, a hundred yard dash. Prayer is not how fast you can run to 40. Prayer is not even a four, a 400 meter run. Prayer is a journey. Hello, somebody. Prayer, prayer is not a trip. Prayer is a journey. Hello, somebody. And it's, and it's something that you've got to hunker in your mind and say that if God has me praying for it, if I, I believe God say I can have it, then I'm going to continue to ask on a daily basis. And that somebody here today, you're asking and you're asking on a daily basis because you're living from oh, hand to mouth with God. I know some of you never had to live like that before. Some of you always know where your next meal is coming from because you have a refrigerator full of food you have a deep freezer full of food you have your cabinets full of canned goods but oh there's a few people up here maybe one or two who know what it's like oh and I'm one of those people to wake up and not know where my next meal is coming from to wake up having eaten up all the dry beans and having gas and not knowing where my next meal is coming oh to wake up and having eaten up oh oh all the Roman noodles you see back then for me Roman noodles was a big thing oh that was like meat oh and I know what it's like oh to run out of everything I know what it's like to run out of the kindles I know what it's like to run out of the stuff in the refrigerator in the deep freezer I, I know what it's like to live from oh from hand to mouth with God and guess what every day during that time I had to ask God. I had to keep asking God. I had to ask God on a daily basis. Lord, I know what it's like to pray. Give us this day my daily prayer. See, most of us in America don't know what it's like to pray like that because most of us, we have a refrigerator, deep freezer. There's some folk in the world today that don't even have electricity so they can't store up food. Oh, they don't have oh, a refrigerator. They can't store up food uh, and they've got to depend upon God uh, on a daily basis and they've got to ask him when they wake up uh, and they've got to go shopping and, and many of us we call it shopping because we, we go to men yards hello somebody or we go to homeland or we go to Walmart uh, oh but they call shopping uh, going to the woods uh, uh, call hunting hello somebody going to the woods uh, and killing something to eat hello somebody 
Hello, somebody. We live in such uh, a world today that even our young people don't know, don't realize. Uh, Sister Etan went to Africa and, 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 and they killed a chicken for Sister Etan. Guess what Sister Etan wouldn't do? She wouldn't need it. Hello, somebody. But if you'd have took that same chicken and put him, oh, in Walmart. Hello, somebody. You'd have put him, oh, in Homeland. Hello, somebody. Don't you know that's where chickens come from? Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. So that's why God says, oh, keep asking. He keep asking for that which, especially that, that which you need. You may be sick in your body. I think that's a need. You better keep asking God to heal you. Keep asking God to make you whole and well. Keep asking God. I said keep asking God to, oh, in those situations that you're in. Oh, and it's no easy battle to no easy victory. Keep asking God to, to help you deal, oh, with those that work for you or to help you deal with your boss because the boss is driving you crazy and those who work for you act like they're mentally ill. Hello somebody. Oh you got to keep asking God to give you patience with people. Hello somebody. Hello somebody that may be a pastor. Oh that's listening at the sound of my voice. You better keep asking God to give you patience with people because oh one minister said if you don't like people you can't pass. Hello somebody and guess what people People will not be perfect. The church is a hospital, which means all of us up in here, whether you realize it or not, are sick. Oh Lord, you're you're sick, filled with sin. Hello, somebody. There's no perfect church, no perfect people, no perfect pastor. Hello, somebody. And somebody said, if you did find the perfect church and you joined it, then it will become imperfect. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. You got to have patience with people, and you got to pray on a daily basis. Lord, give me patience, Lord. Lord, help me. Give me strength. Oh, Lord, help me to be gentle. Help me to be kind, Lord. Help me not to cuss them out, Lord. <laughs> Hello, somebody. Can I keep it real up in here, up in here? Because some of us still remember how to cuss. Hello, somebody. Some of us still remember. Hello, somebody. Hello. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. As a matter of fact, some of you made up words that the young folk are saying today. You curse so good. Hello, somebody. <laughs> so you got to keep asking God to, to help you to, to live holy. Amen. Keep asking. That's something that you have to do perpetually. And if you're asking for things like that, guess what? God says that it will be given to you. Hello, somebody. Psalms chapter 34, verse 4 says, I sought the Lord and he answered me. He delivered me from all of my fears. I sought the Lord and he answered me. Hello, somebody. God says he, he'll answer you. There's no prayer that you pray to God that goes unanswered. And they won't teach you this on TV, but I'm going to tell you three answers. And maybe you've heard this before. Three answers. The first answer is what we all like to hear, which is what? Yes. Hello, somebody. Lord, give me them rims. <laughs> Hello, somebody. We like to, to hear the yeses. 
Hello, somebody. That's that's one answer. He says he, he he's going to give you an answer. You ask and it will be given. But ask, oh, but that's another answer, which 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 is for most of us is what helps keeps us, and that's what no. Hello, somebody. Two weeks ago, somebody was praying, asking God to let them hit. I think it was over four four million or three million dollars. Lord, give me the number. Oh, Lord, <laughs> Guess what? You didn't get the numbers. Hello, somebody. And he said no. And he probably said no because you don't give him his number. Hello, somebody. His number, what, 10%? Hello, somebody. That's his number. Hello, somebody. That's, that's his minimum wage. I call that God's minimum wage, 10 cents on a dollar. You get that number right first. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. The Bible says bring all the tithes and offering. And we got to talk about money a lot of times because, uh, oh, that really tells you how whether you whether love God or not. It's in your finances. There's no way to get around it. If you love God, you're going to give to him. You're going to give to his program. If you love God, oh, you're going to give an offering this Sunday. Hello, somebody. There's some folk going to not come to church because they don't have an offering this Sunday. You say, preacher, why don't have an offering? Because that offering is going to be up under that tree. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. That offering is going to be some of them grandbabies playing. Hello, somebody. But, but if you want God to bless you, you got to come to terms with certain things. And, and that's God's minimum wage, 10%. He said, bring ye all the tithes and offerings. Hello, somebody. Some theologians said if you really add it up, that adds up to around about 20% of, of each person's income. Hello, somebody. 20 to 22%. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. But if you really love God and those who, who have been blessed, like uh, Rick Warren, a famous pastor who has that, who wrote that book, The Perfect Driven Life and the Perfect uh, Perfect Driven Church. Oh, now he doesn't even accept the salary from the church. Hello, somebody. And he gives away 90% of his income and lives on 10%. You see, that's somebody God can bless. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. God says, if you have a, a right relationship, I, I can give you some stuff that you can handle, but you can't handle this. No. That's another answer. And another answer is what? Maybe, Maybe or not now or not yet. Hello, somebody. He- hello, somebody. And, and some of us take that as a no. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. No, no, no. It's just a wait is a good way to say he says. He says, Wait. Hello, somebody. Say, Lord, I want a wife right now. Lord, I want a husband right now. Ooh, I need a, ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> Make him look like Denzel. <laughs> Make her look like Holly. Hello, <laughs> say, wait a minute, wait, wait. You got your expectations. You got unrealistic expectations. Hello, somebody. Oh, you want a Denzel, but you look like Papa. Oh, let me stop. Let me stop. I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean to matter. I didn't mean to matter. <laughs> you see people asking for the opposite of what they are. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. You want to marry a millionaire? Why don't you become a millionaire? Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. 
because millionaires going to want to look and see that you got, you going to bring your role in. Hello, somebody. <laughs> they ain't looking to, to take care of people. You know, millionaires don't like welfare. Hello, somebody. That's why most of them are Republicans. Hello, somebody. <laughs> I don't mean the matter. <laughs> they ain't looking to take care of you. Hello, somebody. They believe in smaller government. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. So, so they're going to be looking for somebody that got money. Hello, somebody. Somebody that's, that, that's a bodybuilder. They're probably going to look for somebody that's a bodybuilder. Hello, somebody. They're going to tr- attract to who they are. Hello, somebody. And if you don't like who you are, then guess what? Because you're going to attract who you are, then guess what? Maybe you need to change yourself. Hello, somebody. If you want a Christian person, uh, guess what? You're probably going to have to be a Christian person. If you, if you want somebody committed to the Lord, oh, somebody committed to the Lord, going to be with, going to want to be with somebody who is what? Committed to the Lord. Hello, somebody. If you want somebody to go committed to the Lord, he probably going to go to church every Sunday, but you come here whenever you, every time you think you want to come. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. You fickle. You, you might be here and then you might not be here, but yet you're praying to God to send you somebody that's faithful, but yet you're not faithful. Woo. Hello, somebody. I didn't mean to meddle tonight. I'm just talking about prayer. Hello, somebody. The Bible says, ask, asking doesn't trouble God, so ask, and it will be given to you. The psalmist, and Psalmist 34, 4 says, I sought the Lord, and he answered me, and he delivered me from my fears. So asking God doesn't trouble him. Also, but, but not even just asking, but he, he don't mind if you aspire. Hello, somebody. Aspiring doesn't bother God in prayer. He, he said, seek and you'll find. Hello, somebody. Seek and you will find. Hello, somebody. That's taking it a step further. You just got off your knees. And that's what a lot of Christians haven't learned to, to get up off their knees. Oh, you've got to ask God. And then what? You've got to get up and seek. God's answer. Hello, somebody. You, you've got to sit here and pray. If you want to have a, if you want to employ it, you got to, oh, you got to learn to pray and ask God right here and right now tonight. Pray me to ask God for a job right here, right now. Ask him. Keep asking him. As long as you're unemployed, keep asking him. But also, you've got to get up and you've got to go what? And seek. Hello, somebody. That means you got to go out and sign some applications. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. That's very practical. Faith without works is dead. You've got to get up whatever you're asking God. Oh, if you want God to to make you a millionaire, then the way that you seek millions is is not to to gamble it away. Oh, and go and buy lotto tickets. But the way you do that, most millionaires come by millions by starting a business. Hello, somebody. And let me say, in a legitimate business. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. A legitimate business. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. That's 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 the way most of them get. They they start. Bill Gates. He he started his company. Most most of those guys that 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 have they started their companies. They started and they worked. Hello, somebody. 
They sought. And most of them really wasn't after millions. They was just really going after their passions. That's, a, that's what they say is the key, you know. Don't start a business that you don't like. Hello, somebody. Don't, 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 don't start a cleaning company unless what? You like cleaning. Hello, somebody. If you don't like it, you ain't going to have a passion for it. You ain't going to do everything that you need to do to accomplish your business plans and business goals. Do something that you like. Guess what? I like preaching. Hello, somebody. God has given me the gift of preaching. I really enjoy preaching. That's why I write about preaching and, and write stuff about the Bible. I, I love that. It's, it's my passion, and I'll go, and I'll do oh uh, more than what I really should be doing because I have a passion for it. I love it. I love it. Hello, somebody. And that's what you got to do. You got you to you pray, keep praying, and then you got to go out and Keep seeking. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Doesn't that make sense? See, if, if you're praying that God would send the bus, you better go to the bus stop. Hello, somebody. <laughs> yeah. And in Paul's Valley, I hear you can just you can just call him up and tell him. Hello, somebody. You just can't pray and say, oh, I want to catch the bus today, Lord. And don't call. Hello, somebody. Just going to sit here. I'm going to wait. Hello, somebody. We can be some of the most impractical people in the world trying to say that we're spiritual. No, God is very practical. God don't want you doing nothing that you can't do. Hello, somebody. That's why many times now we get away with it in the church. Many times we have folk up here that really shouldn't be up here. Hello, somebody. And we ask people like Pastor Etan to sing. <laughs> He's in that family, he Because <laughs> Pastor Etan don't have the gift. <laughs> I might be able to hold a note every once in a while. But God is very proud. If he wants you to sing, you're going to have the gift to sing. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. He's given us each gifts, talents, and abilities, and these are the things that we should seek out. These should, should be our past. I can remember when Dr. Tony Evans talked about purpose, and I was in the sanctuary, and he, he said that each morning you should work up with, with purpose. You, you shouldn't be working on a job that you hate, because if you're working on a job that you hate, you're not going to elevate, because you hate it so much. You see, when I was working on the docks at Sears and Robots, there in Dallas, Texas. I was the last one in and the first one out. Hello, somebody. I didn't do anything extra. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Oh, and, and when I worked at other companies, oh, because I didn't have a passion for it, I, I didn't do it. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. I didn't want to do it. Hello, somebody. And I hate it. Oh, I hate it Mondays. Hello, somebody. I was hated Mondays. I, and back then we had the six o'clock service. I had to be in the six o'clock Sunday night service to prepare my heart to go to church. I had to go to work. I had to be in that Wednesday night service because I hated my work so much. I had to be there. Oh, and asking God to give me strength. Oh, I hated it so much. I couldn't take vacations. You say, preacher, why couldn't you take vacations? Because I wouldn't come back if I stayed away too long. <laughs> Hello, somebody. 
And now that I got a passion for it, man, I go all over the world for it. Hello, somebody. Love it. And that's what you should be seeking in your life. And those are the things you should be seeking. You, you pray first. Hello, somebody. Pray with all your heart, your might, and your strength. And then you get out and you search with all fervency. Hello, somebody. Seek. Hello, somebody. Say to your neighbor, neighbor. neighbor. Oh, neighbor. Oh, neighbor. Are you seeking God? Are you seeking God? Hello, somebody. He says, seek and you will find. Jeremiah 29, 13 says, you will seek me and what? Find me. When you seek me with all your heart. See, with all your heart. Rudy was somebody that wasn't gifted. You know, he's a a famous uh, Notre Dame player. He, he, He really, he never really started a game. He was... He was on the practice squad for Notre Dame and he had such heart. He would throw his body around and tackle people twice his size and so much so that it inspired the whole team. And Rudy really only played in one game and he got one tackle in that one game. But he was he inspired his whole team because he had what heart. Hello, somebody. You you met some of those folk who 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 have heart. Oh, they're not the biggest. Oh, they're not the strongest, but they they have heart. And that's what you got to do with God. You've got to seek Him. Oh, with all your heart, you got to give Him everything that you have. Oh, they said in basketball terms, you've got to leave it on the floor. Hello, somebody. And that's how you have to pray. And the same way that you pray, you've got to seek. Hello, somebody. And God says if you seek him, he he can be found because that's what you're doing. You're seeking God and he can be found. Somebody asked as a result of this tragedy in Newton, Connecticut, where was God? And my answer to that is where he always is. Hello, somebody. He He's still seated on the throne. Uh-huh. Hello, somebody. And the angels are, are still praising his holy name. They're saying, holy, holy, holy. And folk are now wondering, where was God? God was, uh, he is where he is. Oh, but, but are you seeking him? Because if you really seek him, God, where was God? Wouldn't even be a question. Hello, somebody, because we know who kills, steals, and destroys. Oh, that's satanic business. The devil comes to kill, steal, and destroy. And that's the devil's work. Hello, somebody. And when men, oh, give themselves over to being disobedient to God, he's capable of doing any kind of evil. Hello, somebody. You, you ain't loving the Lord. You're capable of, of any kind of evil. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. That's, that's why evil uh, people who don't seek God are the ones that do evil. Hello, somebody. That's why God says in his word, and we said it, if my people who call by my name will what? Humble themselves and do what we're talking about tonight. To humble themselves and pray. To humble themselves and keep asking. To humble themselves and keep seeking. To humble themselves and keep knocking. Oh, God is what? 
where he is. Oh, and if you can't find him, it's not because he's not where he is. It's because you're not where he is. Hello, somebody. Ooh, that's deep. Somebody better get that. Oh, listening in the sanctuary. Somebody better get that. Listening. Uh, oh, uh, in the MPP files uh, over the internet. Uh, oh, and on YouTube, you better get that. God is uh, where he is. Uh, and he's still holy. And he's mourning just like you're mourning over the evil hearts of men. Who turn themselves away from God and want to take things in their own hands. Why would you have that kind of arsenal anyway? Hello, somebody. Sounds like you want to do stuff for your own self. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. God is where he is. The devil comes to kill, steal, and destroy. And he's doing his job through instances like that. He's doing his job, uh, oh, through hurricanes of the same name uh, and Rita and, and all of that. He's doing his job, but all the people of God doing their job. We are supposed to be light, uh, light and salt of the earth. Uh, and the only way we can do that is we're going to have to be people of prayer. Amen. Hello, somebody. People of prayer. We got to aspire, seek. Hello, somebody. Aspiring doesn't trouble God. And lastly, at least I keep you too long. Asserting doesn't trouble God. He says, ask. Remember, he says, keep asking. Seek and keep seeking. Knock and keep knocking. And the door will be open to you. This is an easy principle. I think Jesus used this illustration in another parable trying to teach us how to pray. There's a man in the house and he he got somebody visited town. He didn't have enough resources to provide for him. He went over to a friend's house. They've already gone to bed and back then uh, the houses may have been about the size of my office and everybody slept in the same room. And if he knocked on this door while you were sleeping, the man said, go away, we're sleeping. He said, no, I, I need your help. I need your help. Go away, we're sleeping. Man, I told you I ain't getting up. Go away. Now your wife waking up. Hello, somebody. Now your children waking up. Hello, somebody. And then if you do that uh, 5-0 knock, you know that 5-0 knock. Maybe some of y'all shouldn't know. <laughs> some of y'all should know what the knock is. <laughs> you going to stir some folk up on the inside. Hello, somebody. And that 5-0 knock, you, you might need to have somebody in the back or they're going to run out the back. Hello, somebody. <laughs> God says, you keep knocking. Hello, somebody. You keep knocking. You, you believe God says you can have it? Hello, somebody. You, you keep knocking. Hello, somebody. And when you keep knocking, guess what? Somebody. It may not even be uh, your friend. The wife will open up and say, here, take this. <laughs> Go on somewhere. <laughs> the kids will go, take this. Go on somewhere. Hello, somebody. Knock and the door will be open to you. 
Hello, somebody. It's an easy principle. Keep knocking, man. Don't give up. Don't give up. I don't. We come from a nation of people that wants to give up. One of our, one of my friends today, told me a story about a young lady that gave up and walked out. Hello, somebody. <laughs> don't give up. Hello, somebody. You don't ever give up. You keep knocking. If you don't like where you are, you keep knocking till another door opens somewhere else, and then you go there. Don't ever just quit for nothing. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Somebody with a hot head. You know, you just quit. You know, just walk out. Hello, somebody. I ain't ever going to just walk. I got bills. Hello, somebody. I walk out. My bills going to still be with me. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. <laughs> so I tell people that, that retire. You know, you want to retire. Guess what? You got to retire some of them bills. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. You just, you just can't up and retire either. Hello, somebody. I can guarantee you your retirement ain't, ain't giving you as much as what you're making. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. So you just you got to knock until another door opens. Hello, somebody. Don't give up. You don't like where you're at? Go knock somewhere else. Hello, somebody. If you don't like this, knock somewhere else. God says if you knock, if you assert yourself, hello, somebody. Oh, that, that, that doors can be opened for you. Young man. What's up? trying to be called to the church church you know and I I counsel preachers you know they are drawn to me for some reason maybe because I'm another preacher um, but uh, the deacon called him the night before and invited him uh, to to go to a banquet and uh, and he didn't go and I said now why didn't you go I said, I wish you would call me uh, the day before because I would have told you to go. He said, uh, why, why do I need to go? I said, well, there's probably a few other people, that are preachers that's interested in that church. And guess where they're going to be? <laughs> they're going to be there. Hello, somebody. You at home. Hello, somebody. You got to be aggressive in Jesus' name, though. Hello, somebody. You don't break the rules. Hello, somebody. But you be aggressive. You know what you want. You know what you need. That's like a, a single man saying, I want a wife, but I'm scared to talk to women. <laughs> you ain't gonna ever get you a wife. <laughs> you scared to talk to women? You better pray for some holy boldness. Hello, somebody. Matter of fact, I'm gonna give you a line. You you know you walk up to her and you say, <laughs> "Did it hurt?" She'll say, "What do you mean? Did it hurt when you fell from heaven?" <laughs> <laughs> that single brother you can use it, okay? It's not original. It's not original. <laughs> but you better find some way, yeah. Oh, to break the ice. Hello, somebody. Or you gonna be single for life? Hello, somebody. <laughs> you got to be assertive. 
You know, search yourself. Ask God for some holy boldness. You, you want more money? You've been working for the company for so long? Hello, somebody. You make you, you yeah. Hello, somebody. Get some holy bonus now. If you just came there yesterday, <laughs> don't walk into the bosses. I'm talking. About, I want to raise now. Now they don't work that way. You got to be faithful. Hello, somebody. Cause a lot of times people ain't gonna do nothing for you unless you asked. Hello, somebody. I had to tell Christians that you know you gotta you gotta ask. There's some resources around you, but you've got to ask for them. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. I mean, after you ask God, hello, somebody. Now you ask God first, but that's somebody on earth that you're gonna have to ask. You have to get in contact with. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. You got to search yourself. Knock if you want to be blessed. My time is overspent. I'm going to share this text and then we're going to go into prayer. 1 John 3, 21, verse 22 says, Dear friends, if our hearts do not condemn us, we have, to, we have confidence before God and receive from him anything we asked because we, what? Keep his commands. Hello, somebody. And what? And do what pleases him. Hello, somebody. That, that, that's the whole nature of prayer. You, you can ask what you want when you keep his commands and do what pleases him. Hello, somebody. That's the key. And that's why I started the way that I started. I wanted to let you know this is not just a, a, a heavenly blank check that you can sign. No. Oh, you, you can't sign your name on this line unless you have a personal intimate relationship with him. Which means that you are obedient. There's a blessing in obedience. Hello, somebody. That's why some kids think parents uh, treat them differently. Many times parents aren't treating you differently. Uh, just the kids that obey get favor. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Mama on her deathbed, you love Jimmy more you love me. Jimmy was obedient. Jimmy did everything I told him to do. You, you were grown. You thought you could do what you wanted to do when you wanted to do it. You ain't had nothing. You living at home at 26 and then trying to tell me what to do. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. I think Bill John said this and then we'll pray. He said, God doesn't have favorites, but he does have intimates. Hello, somebody. And the intimates are the ones that keep his commands. The intimates are the ones that do what pleases him. Hello, somebody. We're going to take our time tonight and begin to pray tonight. We want to thank you for joining us tonight. We're going to ask those who are able to get on their knees as we begin to pray. So we began to pray. I want you to get on your knees. Those are that are able. We began to pray. I'm going to start us. And then I'm going to pause for those of you that need to do what the word says. Keep asking. Keep seeking. Keep knocking. Hello, somebody. Don't, 
Don't give up. The devil wants you to give up. The devil wants you to lose hope. But God says you, you don't have to lose hope tonight. Keep asking. Keep aspiring. Keep asserting yourself. In Jesus' name. Shall we pray? Father God, we thank you, Lord, for tonight in your word. And we pray, Lord, as your people, Father, we will obey your word, Father, that we will keep asking you, Father. In Jesus' name, that we'll, we keep aspiring, Father, or seeking, and we keep asserting ourselves to accomplish your will for our lives. Uh, Father, your word says, Lord, that not our kingdom come, but thy kingdom come. And there's a kingdom business, Father, that you want us to take care of. And it, it all begins with prayer, Father. And tonight, as your people, we come tonight wanting to humble ourselves and pray, Lord, because we definitely need our land to be healed, Father. We, we pray a special prayer, Lord, for that town, Lord, that continually is now burying, Father, those uh, oh, whom they loved, uh, children whom they loved, and, and the principal of the school today, Lord, was buried today. We pray, Lord, for their families, Father, in Jesus' name, that you would comfort them, that you would care for them, that you will, oh, Father, even as we don't have words to say, we, we can pray, Lord, and we ask, Lord, that somehow, Father, that something good can can come from all of this father we pray lord and we pray and we seek your face we humble ourselves oh asking father that you will heal our land father because our land needs healing father and we and we continue to keep asking continue to oh keep seeking continue to keep knocking father on the doors for our nation lord that you would bless our nation father in jesus name father but before we just continue to ask we come right now Confessing our sins unto you, Father, and praying, Father, that you would, oh, forgive us of our sins, that you would wash us and cleanse us with the blood of your precious lamb, Father, in Jesus' name, Father, that we might be in right relationship with you, that we might be in right fellowship with you, Father, that, oh, Father, that we might be your intimates, Lord, as we seek you out tonight. There's some intimates in this place or listening at sound of my voice voice Lord that are desiring some things from your father and they've been praying for a while and you just told them tonight to keep asking uh, you told them tonight to keep seeking, keep asserting themselves father oh you're telling them not to oh not to give up father in Jesus name father you're, you're telling them tonight uh, that you're going to give them strength uh, that they need father to make it through uh, oh these rough places uh, oh that are happening in their life right now these rough places uh, that are happening on their work uh, at their job these rough places uh, of dealing father with their supervisors and managers and owners uh, the rough places Lord you're gonna oh give them strength uh, oh to deal with their co-workers Lord uh, oh you're gonna give them strength uh, oh to deal with those that are under them father in Jesus name uh, you're gonna give them strength uh, you're gonna give them wisdom father in Jesus name uh, oh we cry out oh your intimates uh, Lord are crying out tonight uh, asking Lord uh, that you would bless us uh, and bless us indeed uh, in the same way uh, Jabez cried out uh, his mama named him pain uh, but he cried out to you uh, and said father that you would bless him uh, and bless him indeed uh, and enlarge uh, oh his territory that's somebody tonight asking you begging you seeking you knocking 
Oh, begging your father. Oh, like that beggar we learned about this Sunday. Oh, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on us tonight, Father. In Jesus' name, oh, bless us and bless us indeed. And Lord, our territories, Lord. Oh, Lord, in Jesus' name, we can't make it without your father. In Jesus' name, give us that strength that we need. Fill us up, oh, to be able to make it, Father. Oh, we deal with so much. Oh, we're dealing with our family members. Some are sick, oh, in their bodies. Some are just sick in their heads, Father, in their minds. Oh, Father, oh, we pray, Lord, that you give us strength, oh, to deal, oh, with our mates. Some of our mates are acting crazy. Oh, Father, give us strength. Oh, some of our children are acting, give us strength, oh, to be the salt and the light of the world, the world now, Father, that needs you, Father. Help us to be a light in this dark world, Father. In Jesus' name, help us, Lord, because your word says, oh, where there's light, darkness cannot exist. And we're praying, Father, that you give us a more powerful light, give us a more powerful flame, Lord, so that this could never happen again. Oh, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, Father, we cry out to you, Father. We, we pray, Lord, for revival in this place. In Jesus' name, revival at Bethlehem, Father. In Jesus' name, we pray, Lord, oh, Father, that people will have a personal relationship, a personal experience, Father, with you. Oh, Father, we pray, Lord, for this, oh, Shavala Sunday as we celebrate your son. Oh, Father, help us to be on our jobs. Help us to go out, oh, and invite those that don't know you to a place called Bethlehem. Jesus was born in Bethlehem, Father, and I believe that's some more souls that are lost that you want to be born in Bethlehem and help us as the church. Help us as your family. Help us as your army, Father, to be about our Father's business and to go out and get the lost in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Without your help, Father, we won't survive. We'll die, Lord, like other churches have died in our community, Father, if we don't make him known, Father, and help us to be about our Father's business, Lord. In Jesus' name. You, it, it just took 12, Father, to turn the world upside down so we have enough tonight to, to at least tilt the world, Father. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Fathers, we pause tonight. I pray, Lord, you hear the cries. Hello again. This is Pastor Michael Eaton. I've been your host for today's program. And before we sign off, we just want to make sure that you have a personal relationship with God. You know, many people are waiting to have a personal relationship with God. They're waiting because they're trying to clean up their life or get right with God to stop smoking or cursing before they come to the house of the Lord. And you know what I tell them? There's nothing that you can do or stop doing that would make you right for a relationship with God. The thing that you must do, however, is take God's provision. You see, in order to get right with God, you have to meet him on his terms. 
terms, and his terms is Jesus Christ. The Bible says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. And the Bible says that we have all sinned and come short of the glory of God. But the Bible also said that God demonstrated his love towards us and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died. God's only son, God's love, Christ died for us. So in order to get right with God, you have to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And you can do that today by praying this simple prayer. Dear God, I confess with my mouth the Lord Jesus, and I believe in my heart that Jesus died for my sins, was buried, and rose again on the third day. Dear God, come into my life, come into my heart as my Lord and Savior. Amen. And praise the Lord. If you prayed that prayer for the first time, then the angels in heaven are rejoicing. For now you are a child of the living King. Because you're a child of the living King, you have to find God's family. And that's what the church is. The church is God's family here on earth. We love believe by faith that you've been born to the household of faith here at Bethlehem again. We're at 311 North Dunbar in Falls Valley, Oklahoma, 55 miles south of Oklahoma City. We'd love to see you in our services. And if you're listening throughout the world, listening throughout the United States, Canada, United Kingdom, or even China, we're going to pray that God will deliver you to a Bible-believing, Bible-teaching, Bible-living church where you can grow up in the things of God. We want to thank you once again for listening. And again, if you prayed that prayer for the first time, you need to find a church home. A baby born needs to be a baby born in the family because babies can't make it on their own. And if you prayed that prayer for the first time, you are a spiritual baby. You must find a church home. Again, we want to thank you for joining us today. And I'm going to give us a final benediction. A benediction is a final blessing. Father God, we thank you, Lord, and we pray in Jesus' name that you would bless everyone at the sound of my voice, especially the new children of God. Deliver them safely to a church home and put your hedge of protection around us all. Keep us safe from our harm and danger until we meet again, either here in Cyber Church or in the service. We thank you, Father God, in Jesus' name. Amen. Hello again. This and is Pastor Mike Lee Tom, the senior Lord. pastor of the Bethlehem Baptist Church in Pauls Valley, Oklahoma. We want to take this opportunity to see if God used this message in your heart. If if your life is changed, if God really spoke to you and touched your heart and changed the moment in your life, we just want to thank God for how he's working in your life, but we also want to take this opportunity to see if we can get you to sow a seed in the life of our church. Right now, we're entering into a building program, and we've calling this program Vision to Reality. And this is phase one of our building program, and I've told many of our members, you know, I may not serve at a mega church, but I do serve a mega God. Not living in a mega city. This is Paul's Valley. But we serve a mega God because we're heard all over the United States and different countries and kingdoms. And we're believing that God owns the cattle on a thousand hills where you are. And if you take a moment 
and go to our church website at www.heargodsword at Bethlehem.com and you can hear it. Uh, tap the link on the MySpace page or uh, just go to the front page of our website at www.heargodsword at Bethlehem.com and scroll to the bottom there. You'll see Vision to Reality and that's where you can give to the building and we, we want to do it kind of just like Obama did it. he raised his funds it was just people ordinary everyday people $25 that helped him to raise millions of dollars in a economy that people were saying that is depressed I think that's God I believe God can do it for us and we want you to give once again now if God has touched and moved and worked in your life as a result of you listening to this ministry we want you to give to Vision to Reality and help us to make our building here in Paul's Valley, State of the Arts Build, a reality because you've taken time to give 25, 50, 10, 100, and you may be able to do more. Whatever God is laying on your heart, we need you so we can build this vision to a reality. May God bless you and keep you is my prayer. Again, go to the website, www.heargodsword.com.